This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy, proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Monday afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. A bipartisan House bill introduced today would aim to codify the definition of beef for labeling purposes. Republican Representative Roger Marshall of Kansas and Democrat Anthony Brindisi of New York introduced the Real Meat Act of 2019. Daniel Beck with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association says consumers need to be protected from deceptive marketing practices. Under the Real Meat Act, consumers can rest assured that the labels they see in the grocery stores are a truthful representation of the product, and it's going to allow individuals to make even more informed purchasing decisions. We believe that the term beef should be reserved solely for products derived from actual livestock raised by farmers and ranchers. So we codify that definition and we reinforce the existing misbranding provisions under the law. The bill also would boost the federal government's ability to enforce labeling laws. Biofuel backers and oil groups may now weigh in on a controversial proposal to offset biofuel volumes subject to small refinery exemptions. The Environmental Protection Agency published the supplemental proposal in the Federal Register today. National Biodiesel Board's Donnell Rehagen says his group wants EPA to use actual gallons exempt from SREs, not Department of Energy recommendations, as the current proposal states. The EPA over the last two years has granted nearly twice as many actual uh, SREs as what the Department of Energy recommended. So you can see why our industry is a little bit suspicious as to why the EPA is proposing to now use a DOE number when they've been ignoring them for a couple of years, other than it's a much smaller number when you start looking at that rolling average. Rehagen says the gallons established in the renewable fuel standard need to be the gallons that are met. We would suggest use the actual numbers. The real numbers are the real numbers. Nobody's playing any games. Uh, We can all find out what those final uh, exempted gallons were. And then utilize a three-year rolling average of those previous three actual years. Oil and energy groups are urging the administration to continue granting SREs, saying they protect and preserve thousands of industrial jobs across the country. Listen to more of Rehagen's interview in this week's AgriPulse Open Mic with Jeff Nally at AgriPulse.com. Now here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency of the country. Learn more at FLMHarvest.com. The Office of Management and Budget has finished reviewing a Department of Agriculture interim final rule on growing industrial hemp. AgriPulse's Spencer Chase has more. Department of Agriculture regulations for industrial hemp growth are right around the corner. Hemp grow making uh, certainly is coming soon. That's Bill Northey, the USDA Undersecretary with jurisdiction over farm programs. Deputy Secretary Steve Sensky was on Capitol Hill recently and said the hemp language should be out in the next few weeks. On Friday, Northey told AgriPulse that timeline is still in place. He says the policies are mostly set. It's just a matter of getting the information ready for the public. We think we'll be there within a week, and we know that it takes a little bit of time to put all the pieces together to get it ready and get it announced and that kind of stuff. So I believe things are, are pretty settled and, and agreed to and, and ready for that next step to be able to get to announcement. 
Once USDA finalizes the rules for cultivation, state plans will need to be approved before the crop can be grown. Reporting for AgriPulse, I'm Spencer Chase. Farmers and ranchers across the country will soon be receiving ballots from the USDA to vote for local Farm Service Agency County Committee members. The department will begin mailing ballots November 4th. FSA Administrator Richard Fordyce said, quote, The agency values local input of the over 7,000 members nationwide who provide their valuable knowledge and judgment as decisions are made, end quote. Producers must participate in an FSA program to be eligible to vote in the county committee election. Ballots must be returned to the local county office or postmarked by December 2nd. Always stay up to date with the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nullies.